Hello, my name is Laura Keith-Williams, and I'm here with Kara Bach. Hello. And we are very excited to be launching My City, My Shelter, the podcast. The first thing we want to talk with everyone about today is Freedom Day program at Indianapolis Animal Care Services. Indianapolis Animal Care Services, or IACS, is our city shelter. You may not have driven by it, probably not, because it's in the far southwest corner of town, right near the wastewater treatment plant, Mm -hmm. everybody's favorite place to visit. And most people think we're the Humane Society um, on the northwest side, another great organization, but we are two Mm -hmm. separate groups. Mm -hmm. And at our shelter, we're an open intake shelter, which means we have to take in Every animal, regardless of health or temperament. So we take in upwards of 15,000 animals every single year. And we're always trying to find new and creative ways to engage the public and get our animals out of the shelter and into forever homes and get them the love and attention they deserve. Yeah. So we started the Freedom Day program, which is a program where a member of the public can come and take a dog out for the afternoon or for the whole day, whatever you'd prefer. Um, Take them around the town on a walk or to the park. You can even take them home and just hang out on the couch. It doesn't have to be a physically active um, endeavor. When I've seen people even take them to give them baths, drive-thrus for hamburgers, uh, pup cups. It's, it's, It's really cool. Like all the different lows. I've seen them, all the posts of all the different places. It's fun. And some people take them just back to their office if they have a pet-friendly office and just let them spend the afternoon just relaxing by their desk. So there's no wrong way to do it. The program started actually in Virginia. There was a shelter that began Freedom for a Day. And a dear friend and former co-worker, her name's Danny Payne, she's since moved out of state, but she worked at the shelter for a couple years and brought that idea with her. And it was really revolutionary at the time to think of letting our dogs leave our care for an afternoon without us, without being adopted, not knowing the people taking them, right? just saying, here's, here's a leash and a collar and a water bowl. Yeah. See you later. (laughs) Have fun. (laughs) And so we thought, you know, what's the worst thing that could happen? Mm -hmm. They don't come back with the dog. Yeah, yeah. And maybe they've decided to just keep that dog. Even better. Isn't Mm -hmm. that our end goal anyway? Mm Mm-hmm. So um, the program launched very tentatively, and our first dog who participated, her name is Molly. She's since been adopted. She lives uh, with a teenage girl and her mom, and she's become kind of a support animal for the teenager. They've become very, very close. They came back to visit me um, this summer. What year did it start? Um, it started last year in 2018. Oh, okay. So yeah. relatively new. Yeah, really recent. And I remember the first day we did a, the Freedom Day, uh, a couple college students came in and took Molly out and they were going to film it. And we were so nervous. You know, we were like, what leash should we give her? What what collar? Like, do we need to send all these things? I felt I was more nervous than I was, I think, on my daughter's first day of school. Yeah. Like sending yeah. Molly out with these people. Like a care package. Oh, to yeah, go with. yeah. I was like <laughs> hovering by the door, watching her walk out. And and they went to Eagle Creek, and she had a blast. Oh, I bet. And the video of her playing in the park after being in the shelter for four months, that image will always stay with me. It was a totally different dog. Is She was a totally different mm-hmm. dog. And she was living in my office by that time because she'd become so stressed in the kennel mm-hmm. <clears throat> that she was throwing herself against the door and spinning. Oh. Uh, so it was becoming absolutely inhumane to right. keep her in that kennel. And there's no way someone's going to take a dog out like to, you know, see if they want to adopt a dog when they're acting like that 
in a kennel. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. they're just going to pass her by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're looking for a dog for your family, right? And you mm-hmm. walk by this dog that, you know, looks like it's about to break the door down. You're like, pass. Yeah. I mean, instinctually, <laughs> you're going to think, oh, mm-hmm. gosh, something's wrong. Right. But that day she came <clears throat> back for the Freedom Day. That was the first time I ever heard her snore. Oh, because she was worn out. She was worn out. She mm-hmm. was legitimately worn out. She was a very athletic dog, very muscular. She needed to run. She needed to run. Yeah. I mean, for a long time, not just out, you know, in our play yard for 30 minutes once a day. Right. And, and now Eagle Creek, don't they, you can get a pass to go there for free. Isn't that something yeah, that they do? The parks department has been an excellent supporter of the program. Yeah. You can get a free day pass. We have them at the shelter. So it's all right there yep. for you to go to Eagle Creek for the day with the dog. And I like that you guys also have a list of like ideas too, mm-hmm. you know, and like supporters. So that way, you know, you know, places to go and, you know, cause sometimes when you walk out, you don't know. So, yeah, anyway. and then that's yeah. a good point because we're, you know, tucked away in this corner, industrial yeah. corner of the city. And so you don't feel like you have to have this huge plan to come in. I mean, just come in. We'll help you, right. you know, figure out a place to go. And But, yeah, that's how we got started was with Molly and her day in the park. And mm-hmm. I firmly believe that that helped her get adopted, the video yeah. of her um, playing and then just the change in behavior mm-hmm. of her, you know, having that outlet was huge. And she got adopted a couple weeks later. Oh, that's awesome. And I, again, like stood by the door and cried and hovered. The people thought I was nuts because I was like. <laughs> well, when they're there for so long, you become attached. Like, you know them intimately. Oh, they're, yeah. They're like family. Yeah, she was. She's, I mean, she was like my own dog. And I still have her picture um, on the wall in my office. And when she came to visit me, like, she remembered me. And that oh. was so meaningful to me. Like, she saw me across the lobby and and ran up and, well, pulled her owner over on leash <laughs> and, and came up. And um, it was really cool. But The thing also that really sticks with me about the Freedom Day program is that it's brought other people to the shelter to get involved that may not have otherwise. Yes. Like yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I found out obviously about the shelter because we're friends and we had lost a dog and came there and adopted one. Uh, our own dog, Blue Cheese. So that's how we um, found about the Freedom Day out. And then we, after we saw Blue and being there and seeing the need, we were like, we want to be a help. We can't adopt 50 more, but maybe we can help have other people adopt more dogs. And um, my sister and I were like, we're going to do it. We're going to do a freedom day out. And we came in, we got Annabelle and Annabelle was uh, another big dog who needed lots of exercise. And she was, oh my gosh, like a totally different dog. When we got her into the car, like she jumped in and sat down like she's been in a car like all of her life and just had her head out the door and was just a complete sweetheart. Uh, we actually took her to the Monon up in Broad, Broad Ripple and walked her around. And the really neat thing is like she loved people. So people were constantly, plus they had the collar that said adopt me. And then we got a little bandana that said adopt me. So it was like lots of extra attention. So we got to talk to a lot of people about the, the shelter and they kept on, as you said, referred to as the Indie Humane. And we're like, no, 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 this is a totally different one. And then explain the program. And people were like, that's amazing. And we actually, I think we ran into three people that said they were thinking about adopting and they were going to stop by. So she ended up being like an ambassador for the program because of that. I think we were out for about three hours and we brought her back and we were sold. We're like, we're going to have to do this more and more. And then soon after that, we're like, not only can we take dogs out on rescue days out, 
we're just promoting one, but let's promote yeah. more. So when we would come to take one out, we would meet a bunch of dogs, take videos, pictures. And we'd always ask the staff, yeah. which ones do we need to promote? <clears throat> who, who needs, who's been here for too long? Or like you said, has bad kennel pre- presence or for whatever reasons being looked over. And that's when we started uh, a page called a rescue stay out that's on Instagram and Facebook. So we can just help piggyback and grab more attention to help the Indianapolis animal care services. So what were your first impressions? I don't think I've ever really asked you like coming into the shelter, like just like raw first impression of coming in the building. Cause I've worked there for so long. I've kind of lost that, yeah. you know, sense of what it's like coming in. Right. I think, um, well, the staff, first of all, were really friendly. I, I did like, it was kind of funny how they did say, we only have big dogs, you know, this is the kind of breed we have, but I, mean, I appreciate that, you know, cause there's people that need to know that. I, I happen to like big dogs, so it didn't bother me. But just going back there, of course, like the sounds, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're not used to hearing like what two hundred dogs yeah. barking, and then kind of getting know the flow of the shelter, like you know, which ones were the strays that were waiting. I I didn't even put that into consideration. Like, oh, this is this is where all the strays are going. They're waiting to you know, hopefully their owners are going to come find them or the confiscates. Yeah, but just yeah, just and watching how all the staff and volunteers like work together. I mean, there's not much time for conversation. And I guess I didn't realize because of the volume and the amount of work, you know, the more that I'm there, the more I'm like, yeah, cause you got to feed 200, 300 dogs. Yeah. You have to get them water. They need medicine. They need to be let out. They're all going to the bathroom. Right. Like, and not all of them are housebroken because yeah. maybe they were strays or, you know, in bad situations where they weren't taught. So here you are cleaning it out and you got some that are sick and yeah. some that have cones in their heads and then some that don't like other dogs. So you have all these, <laughs> and then you're seeing all the staff and volunteers, like, you know, like yelling to each other, I'm going left, I'm going left. And, and, and just kind of sitting back and watching it. Then I realized, wow, these people, they're working really, really hard. And we, we, we didn't want to intrude. You know what I mean? Like we felt bad, but, um, because we knew that they just kind of had, I don't know, a focus. Yeah. Like this is our job. We got to get this done. And, and I th- appreciate the more that I'm there. And that's something we try and work on though, is because we are so focused because we do have just hundreds yeah. of animals to take care of every single day and not a huge staff. Yeah, uh, that it's uh, taking time to like smile at the person in the hallway mm-hmm. that maybe wants to adopt instead of like, excuse me, coming through. Right. Like, on your left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We try and, and work on that. And so if you're ever there and, you know, we're, we look really focused, it's we still want to help you like just yeah. stop us and say, hey. And, and I think the more that you're there and you're either volunteering or trying to figure stuff, you realize that it's yeah. it, they're doing it for the animals. So I don't take offense. Like, but yeah. But we've, I, I, the, when it comes to the Freedom Days Out, I've enjoyed it. Of course, I've, I'm telling every person I know, but I've even involved um, my family, like my girls and uh, my husband. We took um, a dog named Piper, who was an older dog. I like coming there and saying, who needs to go out? Mm-hmm. Not, not who I think is the cutest or the, whatever, who needs to go out? That's my mission. And we took Piper out, who I think was like what eight or nine. Yeah, she was an she was an older lady, and yeah. she got adopted really soon after she your Freedom did. Day too. Yeah, yeah, I was <coughs> super excited. I'm gonna take credit for that one. Yeah, but <laughs> you should. I, I want to start asking people like, hey, where did you see this dog? You know, yeah. the, the ones where we know, you know, that they've had, um, you know, exposure on a certain site or. Uh, what did your kids think about coming in? Oh, they love. Well, of course, like they're. I we we prepped them beforehand. We're like, it's going to be loud, but I mean, a Piper was brought to us. But I'm, I did let them know um, because we went down 
kettle one and, and uh, looked at some animals and then we just said, like, you tell us who we need to take out. But I'm like, it's going to smell because they're potty training or, you know, there's this many dogs and it's going to be loud and, and not to say anything. You know what I mean? Like that just <laughs> like, we don't need all your comments because they're kids. Yeah. And uh, they, they really did like, it's so funny. Cause after we got done with Piper, they loved Piper. Um, she did so well. Cause we took her on the, on the canal. She did great. And in, in every situation we put her in, but my girls, when we got home, they just kept asking about Piper when we, I found out Piper got adopted. I mean, it was like cheer eruption, but they also remembered certain dogs that they saw up and down the kennels. So the ones that we did see, I kept on checking online, checking back to see if they'd been adopted and of course promoted them on the pages, but they were just so, um, I know it really involved them in it because I can show them a, a little picture on my phone and say, Oh, this is Mr. Snuggles, you know, or something like that. But when they got to go there and actually see the dog, mm -hmm. it, it cemented it for them. So yeah. They're all in. They can't wait to go. Like they've every time they have a break, they ask to do a Freedom Day out. Even that's on, cool. Yeah. So, and I think bringing in kids too, it's important, you know, because then it's a chance to teach them about how to act around dogs, mm -hmm. and for them to see dogs and see that there's this need in our city. You know, then they go to school and they talk about that. Yes. You know, and they learn how to, you know, or if they ever, you know, approach a dog they don't know, maybe they'll think about, okay, I learned at the shelter how to approach the dog at the shelter, and right, um, it's for their safety too. Cause we love sending them out with families yeah. Um, because, you know, most of our dogs are going to go into homes, you know, with kids mm -hmm. and a family and other pets. And yeah, um, it's sometimes hard to get that mix to, to balance out properly. Yeah. But with the, with the page, I mean, you're a very busy person. You have five kids, <laughs> <laughs> you have a job. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of people come in and take dogs out. I think it's really cool that you kind of took it to the next level and you've, what have you learned like from, the rescue stay out page. Have you gotten like a following that you weren't yeah. expecting? Or? Yeah. I thought it'd be a lot more like um, people that we knew, but there's tons of people like on um, the Facebook page and the Instagram page are totally different people. They're not the same. It's so funny, but um, the Facebook page, we have some really dedicated people that I have no clue who they are that every day they're on there commenting, sharing, promoting. And we're really surprised like some of them. And it's usually the ones that um, the ones that have been there for a while that kind of have a story. Cause you know, the longer they're there, mm -hmm. The more information you have, the more you can kind of like explain who this dog is and the personality. Those are the ones I feel like they get shared the most. And, you know, sometimes I would say most of the posts get three, four, 500 shares. And then we've That's gotten great. some that are over 2000. So, but then on the Instagram page, um, I found out through my sister that it, it's all about the hashtag. See, it's a whole new world. I didn't even know about, but it, uh, <laughs> so we have hashtagged the heck out of that page. And of course we use, you know, the, my city, my shelter, but we use a bunch of them to bring them back to the specific shelter. But then we also tag, like if it's a pity mix, if it's um, a pit bull, if it's a boxer, if it's a lab, there's all those. And then I'm a runner and I've always run with a dog. I think I've trained four dogs to run and I'm in, in, in training blue cheese. That's a whole nother How's topic. That <laughs> <laughs> well, he's young. So it's like running with a three-year-old, but, um, <laughs> but I, I, and in the mornings I always see groups of runners and sometimes I'll have two, three dogs with them, um, depending on how big the group is, but I see tons of dogs running with runners, obviously. So I made, I, I found a bunch of hashtags and then I made a bunch of hashtags like running with my city, my shelter and the ones on the Facebook or the Instagram page, tons of, um, local, like I think it's the Mona, the Monon run track. Um, I might not have that 
correctly, but a lot of local runners, a lot of local ultra runners. And then I've gotten some that are even in different countries. That's but, so cool. Yeah. So I'm hoping because they're runners are dedicated people. They're really focused and a yeah. lot of them are animal lovers. So I'm hoping that we can kind of pull them into. Yeah. Awesome. Have you gotten, didn't you hear back from Annabelle's Yeah, she found us on Instagram. So I found out Annabelle got adopted and I, we were just beyond because we loved Annabelle, which well, she was our first, she was our first baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we, uh, her mom, I don't even know how she found us, found us on Instagram and just told us like how much she loves Annabelle and then sent us all these pictures and it, 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 like you said with Molly, it just shows like what a different dog they are at home than they are in the shelter. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, here she is like rubbing on her back, belly rubs, tongue hanging out, snoring. I mean, just plain. You could just tell her whole face looked different. Yeah. Relaxed, you know, rested. Because um, we've had friends who have adopted dogs from the shelter and like one recently just said he slept for 12 hours straight. We couldn't even wake him up. Yeah. They sleep deep. They become a whole different dog. So it was great. And she just said we love her and um, just describe the dog that we knew that she was, but we just couldn't see probably in the shelter because she was there a long time too. She was there a long time. And she Three, was, four months? Yeah. And she was another one with bad cage presence, you know, meaning like when she, you know, when someone approaches her in the kennel, yeah. she's barking or bumping the front of the cage yep. or staring at you. And I... I kind of have, you know, I think about it as if someone put me in mm -hmm. a small room with a window where I could see people walking by, yeah, but I couldn't speak, right? What would I do to try and get attention? Right. Yeah. You bet. I would be banging my fist. I'd be making noises. Right. I'd be looking like a crazy person. Right. And they, I mean, they. That's what the dogs do too. They're trying so hard to get your attention. Yeah. And they're trying to get you to stop. Yeah. But. When they act like that, people just keep going. Oh, so yeah. then their behavior gets worse because they're not getting attention. And yep. it's really just a sad cycle. cycle. Mm -hmm. And we try and um, put like uh, little treat buckets on the front of their cages. Or yeah. we have treat buckets in the hallway. Because a lot of these guys with the bad kennel presence, if you stop and offer them a treat or you stop and just kind of crouch down in front of their cage, they'll stop. Yeah. Like they, cause that's what they're trying to get you to do is to right. stop and see them. They just want to be seen. Yeah. Uh, and that's what freedom for a day has really helped with is we can bring the dog out to the person yes, um, without them necessarily even seeing that mm -hmm. or explaining, Oh, you know, this is Annabelle. This is Molly. She's done really well out of, you know, let me just show you. Right. Um, I do like how you guys have that list. I always yeah. ask for the list and it's what red and yellow. Yeah, because the red, what's the red signify? I don't remember. I know one of them's like, <laughs> I remember one of them was like, these friends have never been out yeah. before. And one then, of them's like, yeah, they haven't been out at all. And then once, like they've been out like um, once or twice, once or twice yeah. to kind of draw attention to the ones that need it the most. And then they have like, you know, like, let's say it's Annabelle. Say Annabelle, 40 plus days, yeah. 60 plus days. How and, many days they've been there. Right. And so we would always go, and I think it's the red, like kind of like, I, for whatever reason, red's the one I'm thinking about that's kind of like urgent. Mm -hmm. We would always pick a freedom day out from those. And then we would keep the list and then make sure we highlight it and post. Because usually if those dogs are there for a long time, you have other programs that we'll get into later on yeah. other ones. But we try to promote those because those are the guys that need to go home because the other dogs are, you know, a couple days they're, they're being adopted. Yeah. These are the ones that we need to focus on. Yeah. It's that group that just kind of stays for whatever reason. And I think what's cool about a rescue's day out is like with Annabelle's adopter, 
she had someone to connect to that also knew Annabelle. Yeah. And I feel like if she'd had a question, she knew that there were people out there who'd also met her. Yeah. And it gives adopter support. Yeah. Because a lot of times a dog goes home, you know, that's been in the shelter for three months. It's a decompression period. It's an adjustment. Yes. And I, I don't want adopters to feel isolated or like they don't have people to talk to and get help oh, to get through like any bumps in the road. And mm-hmm. I think a rescue's day out and we try and help with that at the shelter, but we're yeah. such a small staff. Like if I gave every adopter my email address for oh, help, no. like I would, I, I would just like, that's all you would do. I would, you wouldn't see me under like a virtual pile of emails, <laughs> yeah, exactly. so, <laughs> which I already feel that way. But so we have that a rescue's day out and then um, some other behavior stuff that we'll talk about another day to, yeah. to try and help. And, but it's just, I feel like it's a city problem. Yes. And yeah, people tend to think that, oh, that's the shelter. The people who work at the shelter are going to solve this and help these dogs, but no. it's going to take all of us, all of us yeah. because it's a community problem. And well, and the rescues day out is such an easy thing for people to do. You, you don't have to take classes. You don't have to be certified or, or, you know, like pay for something or, you know, pass something, um, some kind of test or something. You just walk in and you're like, hi, I, you know, I'd like to do a freedom day out and it can be on any day. You don't have to schedule it. You just come in on a day yeah. that they're open. Boom. You take a dog out, have fun, go yeah. enjoy. Yeah. The only thing you need is, um, your ID. Yeah. Cause we just, you know, need your photo ID to make sure you're you when we get your information. Yeah. And then there have been a few days where we've paused the program when we've had a huge adoption events. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's been a tough decision too. Cause we don't want anyone to come in and be disappointed. But then we're like, man, you know, we're have this huge blowout adoption event. We have a line out the door. We need to get these guys. We out need to get these guys home. out. What if someone's here to see so-and-so and then if right. they're out on the freedom day, they're going to miss the chance. And right. So we've had days where we've paused it just to make sure no one's missing an opportunity. Yeah. And staffing too. Like when we have you know, days when we have, you know, hundreds of adopters coming through the door, we don't always have the staff to manage, you know, that program on that day as well. Yeah. I would say, well, good thing is every day that we've come in. Yeah. Every day that we've come in, it hasn't been a problem. Yeah. So. <laughs> but we <laughs> usually come good. in, we usually come in during the week too. Yeah. Like, um, so yeah, but the, the neat thing is the response has been great. And I think it's really encouraged other people to do it that we know. And, and, and through and through what you guys do on, you know, your pages, your Facebook page, your Instagram page, and getting this kind of information out. I've seen a lot of people that we, we mutually know friends in, in our community actually like, Oh, instead of like going to a breeder or, you know, a place like that, they're more willing to go down mm-hmm. to the shelter to look for a dog and ask good questions and educate themselves. Cause we'll get into, a lot of misconceptions about the shelter and so yeah. on and so forth. But I think it's really kind of opened a lot of minds. Oh yeah. It's been more successful than we could have imagined. We, I mean, we figured it would either be, you know, we have some takers or it would just fizzle out. Like I never dreamed it would be this huge program. Like we couldn't be happier. Do you feel like most days a dog is out? Most days a dog is out, even in bad weather, which has been oh, surprising because they'll come and just come and just take them to their home or their office. And we have kind of repeat customers uh, that'll come, you know, once a week and take a dog to their office. Or we have a senior citizen who she'll come take a senior dog once every couple of weeks just to her home for the afternoon. Mm. So there really is a niche for everyone in the program. I actually was there and saw a girl come and she goes, I don't have time to, to volunteer like regularly. 
but I do on my days off. She was like a nurse or something like that. And she said, on my days off, this is, this is what I do. And she just grabs one and off she goes for the day. So it's, it's just a neat way to help out. Yeah. And anyone can do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we just wanted to say thank you. Yes. Thank you for listening to us. Please continue because we have tons of topics and information that we want to share. And this is our, our first one of a series um, talking about our city shelter. So we're hoping that you'll stick with us and learn a lot more about what we are doing and what we want to do and how you can help us get there.